I'm not muted. Jack's muted. I'm not. This is the pre-show of the Wrestling Inc. podcast. If you're listening live right now, the countdown's going. Look at that. There's 30 seconds left before we start the show. It's almost there. I know you're anxious. You're all filing in, trying to get a good seat. See you there in the front row. And you over there. Nice hat. Oh, you! wow, you're tall. Did you ever wrestle? In the back. Yeah, you. Looking good tonight. It's going to be a good show. It's a good NXT. That sign there, it says applesauce. You're all a really big part of the show. Remember, the better you are, the better we are. That being said, two, one. Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's Tuesday, and that means it's time for the Wrestling Inc. NXT After Show. And have we got a show for you now that we're done with that awkward one-minute countdown of silence. Uh, We've got contract signings, we've got new number one contenders, and we've got the return of an old friendly face at NXT. Before we get into all that, allow me to introduce the crew. I'm Jack Farmer, being joined by Glenn. Glenn! Pal, buddy, friend, we rarely get to hang out. I know it's great. It's Tuesday. Wrestling's happening. Lots of news today. You know, we got some big news today too. We do. We we got Uh, like some of the. I mean, I feel like it's it's almost cliche to say now, but some of the biggest news that we've had. Well, let's build up. Let's build up to the the big big news today regarding Raw and its new home. Um, I don't know if you know this. The biggest news today. In the Johnson family, is that Ava Rain, or just now Ava, is the general manager Don't of NXT? Go skipping ahead. That's for the show. We we'll no, start no, that's with the, the biggest news in the entire news. Johnson family. Oh, wait, I'm getting something. Wait, really? <laughs> On the same day? Oh, my God, even bigger news in the Johnson family. Dwayne The Rock Johnson has been added to the board of directors for TKO for $30 million to be paid over this year and next year. Really it's- upstaging Ava's big news today. I mean, the jokes have been made, Glenn, that when The Rock said he was going to sit at the head of the table, this is the table he was talking about. This is just surreal fake news. I know that the comparison to the WWE brand and succession, that, that, that comparison has been made multiple times. But every it feels like every month something else happens that makes me think, this is better than anything Succession could write. Yeah. This feels... I, I'm telling my friends about it, Glenn. And they're like, is it real or is it one of those storylines? I'm like, no, this is real. The Rock is one of the shareholders... One of the, or uh, one of the uh, board, members. board member for TKO. It's crazy, yeah. Glenn. No, it's absolutely nuts. And my thought, after being very happy... By the way, he uh, gains the rights to the name The Rock as part of this deal in addition to the $30 million. Right. Um, poor Cody, because uh, I think uh, Cody ain't finishing the story of this WrestleMania. But uh, Survivor Series, that's still my, my prediction. But uh, the first thing that went in my mind was John Cena, the news came out today via ET Online, that, oh, he's going to retire by 50. And if I'm John or any other WWE legend, like, my price tag just went up based on this rock news. Yeah. This is the thing that is so weird about it to me with this news, too, is how rare is it that someone is added to a board of directors and is paid for it as opposed to having to buy shares or somehow muscle your way in? They're they're trying to get him as opposed to him trying to muscle his way in. That's so backwards, typically, to how this kind of stuff happens in boardrooms. And I think um, technically he's being paid for being a brand ambassador, I believe, for two years. And the board seat comes along with that. Maybe they're paying him in stock, which, by the way, today, WWE stock, not at an all-time high, but rebounding uh, from the uh, slump it was in after the SmackDown rights were announced. And maybe our next story, the, in fact, biggest story of the day, has something to do with that, Jack. Yeah, lots of stuff happening with WWE. And, and of course... It's weird. It's almost like they they're undercutting their own stories here. You know, I feel like any other place would have separated this by a week or something like that, so that you could let some things breathe. I feel like if, again, if this was a real story, I, Jimmy Corderas would be on here, like you gotta let it breathe a little bit, let the moments happen. But 
Yeah, they, it was announced that Raw is moving and it's moving to Netflix in January of 2025. Uh, as it states, the long-term partnership will see the red brand uh, initially broadcast on the streaming platform in the U.S., the U.K., Canada, and Latin America. More countries will be added in the future. Additionally, Netflix will become the home of all weekly WWE shows as well as premium live events such as WrestleMania and uh, such as WrestleMania for international fans. Uh, deals reportedly worth five billion over ten years, uh, and it means that WWE will earn five hundred million dollars a year from this new agreement, which is insane. It's up from, uh, it's said to be worth up to $260 million per year, uh, which is the current deal, I should say, is 260. Uh, just one, uh, crazy numbers to go on to Netflix. And it sounds like long-term, it'll finally be a one-stop shop for all WWE stuff down the road, not in 2025. Uh, but also, Glenn, this seems to be what we've all sort of been forecasting for a long time, and that is one day wrestling will move to streaming platforms. Yeah, and uh, it's crazy given that SmackDown is going to the USA Network, NXT is going to the CW mm -hmm. to get that coveted youth demo. And uh, now Raw, Monday Night Raw, is going to streaming. I was thinking about this earlier, and this is even... This, this surpasses, I think, the biggest thing that ever happened like this before was when Howard Stern went to satellite radio to have something that yeah. was available free to go behind a paywall. And this is like that times 100. Yeah, this is huge. And it, it shows, I think, in my mind, two things. One, that WWE, we talk about the stories and stuff that they've been doing, and it's been great TV. But I feel like the past few years, they have so much so upped their game as far as being media giants and moving beyond pro wrestling. I mean, obviously that's their bread and butter, but tying in with UFC, the, the Netflix deal, the, all these merchandise deals, these international deals, they are going on such a different level as far as who they are as a media company. It's insane. And I think what is so great for them now is if it's all on Netflix and it's all, they're getting paid, they could, no one could watch their show, but they, they're getting paid for the next however many years. They're set there. So now they can build their business around making sure the events are interesting. They don't have to say, well, we got to pop numbers this day or we got to yeah. do this that day. They can really work at their own pace as well. This is a perfect situation for a wrestling company. Uh, I wish Justin Labar was here tonight because I'm sure Vince McMahon today was saying, well, we make movies, pal. Granted, yeah. they're direct to streaming, but they're movies nonetheless. Yes. Um, but no, okay, so a couple interesting developments. If you have a higher tier of Netflix, no ads during Raw has been revealed. Ads will be on the, the lower tier of a Netflix subscription. Maybe the ad-supported Netflix subscriptions. That's interesting. Will Raw be on three hours? Will it be on Monday night? Uh, we don't know. This is going to be a big change. And uh, as I saw pointed out today, credit to... Uh, Raj Giri, who uh, and others who noted this on Twitter, their deal with USA is up like in October of 2024, meaning they've got three months potentially without yeah. a set home. Will will there finally be an offseason? Probably. That that'll be an interesting. I got a feeling they'll figure something out to fill in that gap. Uh, I, I got a feeling it'll just end up staying up staying on USA or something, but. Uh, I, yeah, again, we'll see. But you're right because if it's not on typical TV, if it's on Netflix, then how long Raw is doesn't matter. It could be yeah. two hours. It could be three and a half hours. They don't. They're not going to have that. Um, you know, we're going to keep going as long as we need to at the end of the show. Because yeah, you're you're going to go until the event's over. Uh, which also, I think, will be really great for things like promos. It'll be easier for timing, I would imagine, because you're now no longer butting up against a look, we got to wrap the show up in five minutes because something else went long or whatever the case is. That is essentially gone because that's not how it's going to be anymore. But also, I think it's going to be easier for people to watch the show. Yeah. Because um, it's it's easier on streaming. It's a it's a pain going to be on cable or I'm on Peacock, which is essentially the same thing. Uh, and it's a headache. Like, you got to go to this different place to watch it. And I don't know how no commercials are going to work. Though I have a feeling that the no commercials version is just going to be you're going to watch a merch ad for two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or two minutes yeah, of rest holds. You know? Like, 
but that means too, what I love is you're not going to get picture in picture, which kills me. It's my least favorite thing in wrestling right now. And and every yeah. company in the world is just overdoing it with this picture in picture shenanigans. Glenn, it kills me. I know it's, it's overused. Um, but this is man. I feel like this has happened so, so many days in the last two years, you could say, or the biggest day in wrestling news. Yeah. Since, uh, Vince bought WCW and I feel it's, like we've had like four or five of those. The, it's been happening so fast and I always say especially with how good wrestling is right now people need to absolutely embrace like this fun time because as we know as wrestling fans we talk about when Vince bought WCW we know that you can have this boom period where everything's fun there's news happening people are jumping back and forth all the storylines are great and then suddenly you're in a drought <laughs> and it's not interesting for a long time. So I hope everybody enjoys it while they can. Uh, but we do want to get to the show and talk about what happened yeah. on tonight's NXT. But before we do, I always like to take a moment to just uh, say thank you to everyone who's watching. Make sure to like, comment, share, subscribe, leave a five-star review while you're at it. Leave a lot of nice comments because I know a lot of you came to see Issa, but you're stuck with me here. Instead. I mean, hands handsome Jack Farmer uh, isn't, you know, such uh, a <laughs> Well, we got J.R. Smith, by the way, with the super chat saying, nice. hope you two are doing well. Issa, safe travels, uh, mommy. Uh, but also, I want to give a shout out to J.R. Smith for being here. Of course, we got Killer of Demons. We got Laura Rock, Ricky Zaldivar, Beer Money, Tommy O, Baxter, Alicia A, uh, Mike Rouse in the house. We got Cleveland Rocks, Baby Ice, uh, Stalking You, and Jax. Where have you been? Man, I haven't seen Bigfoot Sneakerhead. Haven't seen you in uh, uh, like a good day now. Bigfoot Sneakerhead. Lots of people. We got Nick in the chat as well. Lots of folks. Uh, good to see you guys back here. We appreciate you uh, showing up. Always yeah. grateful for you. But let's talk about an episode of NXT that I thought was pretty interesting. We start off hot and heavy with Baron Corbin and Braun Breaker teaming up against Axiom and Nathan Frazier. Uh, this one wildly entertaining. I thought this was a fantastic match, Glenn. Uh, I thought every person in this match took time wisely and made themselves look like stars. But what say you? Well, the wolf dogs are in full effect, and Baron Corbin coming out tonight wearing Braun Breaker's wolf wolf head, mm -hmm. which uh was phenomenal to see this evening. Um, Baron Corbin is great especially when you give him the right gimmick or the right pairing. And this is making me like Braun Breaker. No, nay, this is making me love Braun Breaker, this pairing yeah. between the two of them. And they had a great hard-hitting match. We knew they were going to win. And here's where I'm at now. Back. Mm -hmm. Tony D'Angelo, I know he's going through some things. I think that the D'Angelo family needs to pull some strings. I want Braun and Baron, because they're winning. Tricking Carmelo for the story to progress that they're telling. They need to, to have some term. But I want Braun and Baron to challenge the Judgment Day for the main roster tag titles. And in fact, I'm almost wondering if this is how you bring Braun Breaker up to the main roster. Because honestly, this is, this is giving him personality we have never seen. You know, I'm glad you said this about Braun Breaker. Because as I was writing this, it's so funny you... I think when we are fantasy booking or we're talking about wrestlers and they're coming up, we're like, you got to have them come in and dominate, come in and win the Royal rumble their first day or come in and beat the champion or run through everybody or give them an undefeated streak. And that's kind of what Braun breaker did. And I like Braun breaker. I've, I've been big on him since day one, but I'm telling you this comedy stuff he's doing this kind of goofy stuff that it has shown me more about the future of Braun breaker than yeah. I think any like, being a bad guy, any like undefeated streak could ever do because now I can see him interacting with a whole world of wrestlers where before he was always just like, okay, well, you're that guy that's going to beat people. And that's sort of it. Where now I'm like, this guy can be entertaining backstage. These guys, Braun and, and, and Baron, I, my, I, I want them to stay together as a team. And I know a lot of people are like, well, eventually one of them is going to turn on the other. Sure. No, I, I don't, I don't want that to happen. I just want them to be a team. I want them to stick together. I want them to go the, the like the distance. I mean, maybe not 10 years, not the new day, but I want them to be like a team team. I feel like they are so entertaining together and they work together so well. And I mean, on every level on this, this 
they're entertained on the microphone. They're entertained as characters. They're entertained on what they're going to do. Also, for the wrestling fans, they killed it in yeah, this so match good as well. This was incredible. The whole thing clicked. You know, you know what you do when you bring them up? You don't have them turn on each other in the traditional way. You have it be like a Rocky Five situation where, where uh, Baron is a seasoned veteran and then people are like, getting bronze ear and like he's taking advantage of you kid why isn't he doing this why isn't he doing this and you have him kind of fall apart in a, in a different way than usual but i could almost see even baron uh not only being backup but i mean man you just get them together braun opens up it's so weird how he mm -hmm. seemed up until this i used to say a sixth year senior in nxt yeah. like he's been here too long it's something still not clicking on his promos and this is just giving him it, man. He's having fun. Uh, Baron Corbin is like the extra virgin olive oil of professional wrestling. He just goes with everything and enhances the flavor. Yeah. It, Baron Corbin, I think, is definitely one of those guys we're going to look back on in a way that we look back on like a Mr. Perfect, where we're like, man, he maybe not, that was never the champion, but he was so entertaining while he was around. Uh, and, and everyone and everything he does, Baron Corbin's interesting to see work with. And he's another guy that can take it from very serious. I hate this guy to goofy to fun. You can plug him in anywhere. He's like a, a Swiss army knife of people you can use in pro wrestling. Uh, but I want to give a little bit of love too to, to Frazier and Axiom here. I, I agree Perfect with you. I, I didn't, I, I didn't think at any moment that they were going to actually win this match because of the way everything's set up. And it's not, no shot to them. It's just the way it's set up. But though, like Frazier, he truly does things that no one else does or that no one else chooses. Like he goes so fast in that ring when he hits the ropes, when he flies off of things. And I think Axiom as just as an entertaining masked wrestler, if you know, and they seem to really want some entertaining masked wrestlers. I think it's one of the most entertaining masked wrestlers they have. I think that these guys, are they going to be the NXT champion next week? No. But as as a people you have uh, as a backbone of your roster, Frazier and Axiom are invaluable on NXT. Yeah. No, I think uh, they're doing very well, but it's just there's so much momentum right now with Braun and Barrett. We yeah. just knew that this was going to happen. Alicia is saying it's a tag team we didn't know we needed. And by the way, I think the main roster, man, I know they have high hopes for Braun. I know Braun's going to be a big single star one day, but right now, he'd be lost in the shuffle. If you brought him up to the main roster right now, they, this is a game of musical chairs, and there ain't enough chairs for all the yeah. future world champions right now on the main roster. I always say, and like we, you know, we have a shorty in the chat saying uh, Braun should take the title off Roman. I always say, that I think that would be the worst thing you could do to a Braun Breaker. I think something we saw, particularly with Cena and what we saw with Roman at first, is WWE fans. We don't like it when you tell us who the next guy is yeah. and you force it on us. You saw it with Austin Theory as well. But I think, Glenn, to your point, you have him eventually. I don't even want to see him get called right away now. I want to see him be this tag team for a little bit in NXT. But you have him come up as a tag team member. You have them have fun. You have us get to know him and make us get to the point where we're like, when are you going to make Braun Breaker the guy? And then when he's the guy, we're like, finally, thank you. You're the, he's the guy. But if you just have him come in and make him like, okay, this is your world champion. We're going to reject him like we do with everyone else that's been brought in that way. And then when Corb when he leaves Corbin, eventually, Corbin goes into a deep depression and loses all his money again, and we get bum ass Corbin. I feel like you could you could give Corbin anything, and he you could make him karaoke Corbin, and he'll find a way Ooh, to make karaoke it Corbin. The that, yeah, that could be pretty pretty <laughs> solid. Which is actually just bum ass Corbin with a microphone. No, he goes to karaoke, but he's the guy that like is like does November Rain, so people got to wait eleven minutes. <laughs> for him to finish the song and he's not you know? good and oh and like... and he sings the guitar solos <laughs> while doing air guitar karaoke corbin i think you're onto something yeah there. yeah i think that that'll be the next move you can thank me guys when you you bring that new character out but uh before we move on i want to give a quick shout out to uh gg uh granda in the chat who's one of our lurkers tonight yeah. shout out to all the lurkers those of you who are hanging out but not in the chat appreciate if you hop in the chat but guess what if you're just hanging out, that's cool too. Always good to see you. Or I guess I don't see you, but good to know you're there. Uh, we had, I mean, we talked about The Rock earlier. You know, we talk about uh, big returns over the past few years. The biggest return, I think, in the past 
whatever amount of time in pro wrestling, William Regal yeah. comes back out and he officially anoints Ava Rain as the official NXT general manager. He gives Ava Rain his blessing. Uh, Glenn, what I like about this is one, it's now official. She's no longer just this person hanging out outside of Shawn Michaels' door. But I think him giving her the blessing makes us fans stop saying William Regal should be the guy, but also. I got a feeling he's going to stir up some trouble for old Ava Rain eventually. Do you know? Yeah, I do. I, I've, I've got a feeling there's a group we're going to talk about oh, near the yeah. end of the show that he's going to get associated with that's going to make make life a little tough for her. I feel like this is one of those things where he's giving her the old, oh, yeah, big shoes to fill. You'll be okay. And then he eventually does something nasty because he's William Regal. Um. I still think Joe Gacy and Ava might have a link, and this is the schism takeover of, uh, of NXT. Interesting. That is a fascinating. I'm going to have you hold that thought until we get to the Joe Gacy part. So I want you to dive into this a little more. I haven't heard this, uh, this theory yet, but I have a theory. I've hmm. got a conspiracy theory going on, and it's about our next segment here. Uh, Rin Sinclair. Yeah, uh, getting ready for her new uh, her debut one on one match. Uh, she's nervous about it. She's scared. Fallon Henley's there. Like, don't worry about it. Like, you got friends looking out for you. Things are good. She has her match with Lash Legend. Legend gets the win. Metaphor's about to attack her. Fallon Henley's there. My my, this is what I think. This is what I think, Glenn. And, and you need to know yeah. something about me. My name. Oh, I'm 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 Jack Farmer. Okay, Jack Farmer. And if there's one thing I hate, one thing us farmers hate, it's ranchers. And so I think Fallon Henley is here just trying to find a way to trick Ren Sinclair into working on her ranch the way she did to Tiffany Stratton. These sneaky ranchers, Glenn, you can't trust them. By the way, I said on this podcast, the week she was at the ranch, I think that's it for Tiffany Stratton. We see her next at the Royal Rumble. Everything that's happened since. It kind of leads me to believe that's happening. It does. Uh, it does seem like uh, that. I think that would be the next thing for her. I think she's ready for it. I think. Absolutely. She's one of the people. It's, it's weird. I don't think Tiffany Stratton's necessarily done a lot in NXT. I mean, she's been the champion, but I mean, she's not like a brawn breaker. Uh, no, but no. I feel like she's also done everything she can do in NXT. I don't really think there's a whole lot of, I don't, there's really a whole, like, I don't really care to see her like necessarily try to win the title again. I, yeah. I'm ready for her to go to the main roster. I don't know that at this stage in her career, um, and with that gimmick, that's the championship gimmick, but it's a main roster gimmick and it's one that's going to yeah. do very well on the main roster. Very well. What makes it, I, what, this is my thing with the, the, with the Tiffany Stratton character is, is it the thing that makes it beautiful for the main roster is it's very easy to get. I understand who she is. I understand what she's about, but then when she needs to, she'll be able to sort of let it go and go into just being a Tiffany Stratton instead of yeah. being a character. You know what I mean? Like it, it's one of those things where it's not like she's going to have to suddenly change who she is, but she can kind of, slowly drift away from being like uh like bailey going i'm not a hugger anymore and now i'm moving on and now she's just bailey like it's that's a very easy one where maybe she says tools a little less but yeah. she's still tiffany stratton maybe that time on the ranch taught her humility and humbleness and now I'm, she's uh gonna be salt here spend she, any, any time on a ranch it'll yeah. be tough times uh yeah baby baby i says uh fallon is a wink heel now because jack <laughs> says so not just fallon henley ranchers so you don't like jolly ranchers you know there was a time when a popular candy was gonna blow up glenn it was called happy farmers then jolly ranchers came around and stole our thunder. Oh, i thought you meant the candy was literally gonna blow up like airheads like it explodes not airheads what's the one what are they called uh zaps zip uh the what there's one where you suck it and then like it's like an alka-seltzer erupts when you get to the center 
Good are stuff. you speaking of like what were they? What were they squirts? Is that what you're talking about? Or no, like squirts are different. These ones literally have uh like uh I can't remember what they're called. Super good, super good. Anyhow, I, I like matter. anything with those. But how did you feel about Lash Legend and Ren Sinclair? Okay, so Ren Sinclair, interesting story that uh, Cora Jade gets injured in a match. And by the way, Cora Jade, get well soon. I know you're going in for surgery today. Um. Corjay gets injured in a match, a house show match with Ren, and then they use that as the opportunity to give Ren that slot in the Battle Royal last week. And then Ren gets this match tonight. So she got beat down, but then after the match, she lost the match, got beat down after, but then saved by Fallon Henley, which uh, was nice. I think mm -hmm. uh, it's nice to form an alliance there. But I like Ren, clean wrestling style. Good look. Good and, and I will say the, uh, the pairing, what I like is if these two are going to be a pair, if they're going to be a tag team, they look the part because obviously Ren with like the jean style yeah. uh, uh, gear and then that's going to fit the rancher style of Fallon Henley. Um, you know, I said, I've said this before, but I want to make it official on Wrestling Inc. Uh, 2024 breakout star of the year, Lash Legend. Calling it now. She's going to yeah. be the person when we look back uh, at the end of the year, we're going to be like, man, Lash Legend, where she really improved. She's great. I think Lash Legend is going to be breakout star of the year. I could see it happening. You know, I actually thought she might win the Battle Royal last week. Yeah. Um, so keep an eye on that. Uh, but I want to go back to something we talked about earlier. Old Joe Gacy. Joe yes. Gacy and Dijak had a match, and he's using his power of crazy for good as he attacks Dijak. Uh, they're beating each other up like crazy uh, all around the ring. Uh, I am loving this Joe Gacy. I feel like unpredictability is exciting and fun, and I don't think there's anyone less predictable right now than Joe Gacy. Yeah. I don't know. I'm surprised he wasn't parking cars or uh, running the coat check booth tonight in one of his random cameos, but I thought this fight with him and Dijak, this brawl was good. I'm curious where it's going. I mean, Gacy's, they're still playing him like he's crazy. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but Dijak with his, uh, his brand of hard justice, we'll see how this, I don't even think that's his gimmick anymore, but I'll never forget it, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Hard. Isn't that a, a TNA pay-per-view by the way? Sounds like, sounds like a lot of things. Um, Anyhow, <laughs> That's my PG title. Um, so, but yeah, with, with Dijak, I love Dijak, but he's one of those guys that is kind of getting stuck in that uh, second or third level boss character. Mode. Yeah, definitely. Like where he's, he's tough. He's going to beat you up. It's going to be rough, but he's kind of the guy that you get through before going on to your next adventure. Speaking uh, of which, we had Von Wagner tonight with Mr. Stone. Going to do some training at uh, Von Wagner's old stomping grounds. And I like that uh, Mr. Stone arranged some time for Von Wagner to spend time with Von Wagner's kids that Mr. Stone is raising, uh, raising for him. <laughs> that, that's part of being a manager, Glenn. You didn't know that? That's, you should see all the work that Paul Heyman's doing for oh, Roman's yeah. family when Roman's busy defending the title. I mean, I don't know that this is kayfabe, the, the story, but ever since he went over to his house and Mr. Stone's kids looking just like Von Wagner, <laughs> in my head canon now, that is a thousand percent the case. You know, uh, Captain Lou famously was able to put kids to bed very quickly. He's, uh, he's great with children. Again, the main part of being a manager is taking care of the wrestler's oh, children. Super Mario. So. I mean, that was, I, you know, Paul Heyman, what got him where he is, I mean, Really, Brock Lesnar made Paul Heyman a famous manager because Paul Heyman told the best bedtime stories, you know, and uh, that's that's why it translates onto the mic so well. He's just really good at it. That's what these guys are really good at. Um, but yeah, I I like Joe Gacy. I like what he's doing. It's fun. Von Wagner and and Robert Stone. I feel like I like the video. Every time I see one of these videos, I like this video. But I'm just at a point where I feel like. Haven't we been doing these videos for like nine months? I oh, feel yeah. like he wrestles less than Roman Reigns. And then it's like six months of these videos. And I'm just like, Wagner, you got to start getting some dubs, man. You got to get get wins. I'm, I'm Well, the Heritage Cup, if you can figure out the rules, I think you could win the match. Well, no one's beating my guy, Noam Dar, the greatest champion in Ooh. WWE right now. Uh yeah. So I like, I like the video. I, like I said, I like the video. Whenever they do the videos, I'm like, this is great. But I'm kind of to a point where, like, is this just a sideshow where they have, like, 
Robert Stone and Vaughn Wagner buddy TV show, or are they ever going to actually have matches? Uh, someone who didn't have a match, but again, like I said, I love Noam Dar. Supernova Sessions, live yeah. from the moon. By the way, the moon looks amazingly like the NXT uh, Performance Center, Glenn. Uh, they have Lola Vice on. She's the guest. She's like, look, our friends, my friendship with Electra Lopez was about to end no matter what. Uh, but then uh, Electra Lopez comes out. And I think this was a, like, Electra Lopez is always one of those people like, she's been good. I get it. I get why she's on TV. I felt like this promo to me was like a star making performance for her. She was, this was a steamy promo. I thought it was incredible. Burning down Vice City. I think that yeah. Electra Lopez really stamped her ticket tonight. Do you think that she did a great job or am I over am I overstating this? I mean, it's interesting, right? Like I think uh the feud between them, I'm really invested in this. And it's amazing how they went from being a great pairing together as allies to being mm -hmm. uh enemies. But yeah, this was hot. This was good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Alicia A says Electra Lopez was awesome. Um, I, I feel like she was awesome. I think that she really did a great job. I, I think that this is one of those situations. Lola's going to win because she has that contract. I mean, it'd be kind of lame that the next contender for the championship gets beat up by her yeah. friend. I uh, bet they put it on the line for the match. Though. Oh, that would, be, that would be interesting. I'd like to see that. But I, I just, I thought, like I said, I was, I was really impressed by this promo. I think Lola Vice is clearly a star. I think you see that with the way the you know social media reacts whenever she's on screen, whenever she's doing something, people get behind her. I felt like when she was in the breakout tournament, everyone was picking her to win the whole thing. I think she has a, a lot of star power. I want to know your thoughts on Noam Dar, though, because I've been a fan of his since NXT UK. I think he is clever. I think he's funny. I think he's absolutely natural in everything he does. He's also weird and different. Like He's not just yeah. a wrestler who cuts a promo. Tell me about the five your five favorite things about Noam Dar. In well, one, the name. I like yeah. any name that is not pronounced how it how it reads. <laughs> yes. Uh, two, I like my conspiracy theory that the reason the Heritage Cup rules are so complicated is because if people can't figure them out, they can't defeat him. You know, right. it's kind of like you have to wrap your mind around that before you even wrestle him. Figure out how to make a win. Uh, three would be the cup itself. Because I think that, you know, it's, it's functional in addition to being a trophy, so which is always good. I like tro functional trophies. That helps. Uh, four would be uh, the metaphor. Right there in the yes. name. Great pairing. Metaphor's entrance, by the way, one of the top in the game right Very now. Very well produced. Well, I was going to say that's number five would be uh, the entrance. The entrance, their entrance is so good. I love the little touches, too, about how now the Heritage Cup is enc encased and chained down whenever he has his back turned to it. I love that's long-term storytelling. It got stolen once, so now he's chaining it down. You know, I'm a big fan of the graps, uh, Glenn. I love the wrestling. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a yeah. nerd. I, I like it when wrestling. I would, I would hope so if you're doing this podcast, Jack. Um, I've been doing this for uh, seven and a half years. And I'm only lukewarm on wrestling, so I would hope you love the wrestling. Well, I would say there are certain people, like our mutual friend Raj, for instance, he cares more about boxing. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Office and numbers and like ticket Shocking. sales and stuff. Talking um, Raj is all about the money. Yes. And so uh, some people are like, hey, I just like the promos. I like the characters. I like the rest. I like when someone's a great wrestler. And yeah. 
so I actually really like the Heritage Cup. Again, it hasn't been presented very well on American television, I don't think, but the UK version, it was Not, actually, the, their matches were over. really fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, I do have a feeling that if it's, if I'm worried that once Noam Dar loses the title, loses that cup, it kind of loses its, everything. Like, it doesn't really have a point anymore. Like, well, he didn't have a point anymore after he lost it the last time. But let me give you number six of what I love about Noam Dar. Okay. The way he says Alicia Fox. That, that's, I do like, I like his, uh, yeah, I, I like everything about Noam Dar, man. I just, he's, he's fantastic to me. He, he entertains he's me. He's a delight. He actually wrestles really well. Um, Noam Dar, I think, is a little hidden, hidden gem they have. And I could see him being one of those guys that eventually gets called up to the main roster. And it's sort of like a, a, a I don't want to compare it to R-Truth because R-Truth is like all time good. But like one of those guys who's entertaining, silly, has matches, entertains you a lot. Maybe not Roman Reigns, but like is always going to have that part that just entertains you on the show. Yeah. Um, as, as time goes on. And uh, he looks like he's going to end up facing Josh Briggs. We'll talk about him in a second. Uh, but for now... We had a, a couple things that kind of came together. We alluded to it before. The family got yeah. beat up by Out of the Mud oh at their God. own restaurant. Uh, and that bled into Scripps having a match with Dragon Lee that eventually got messed up because the family came to get some retribution. Dragon Lee got the win. And then Obafemi is now saying, okay, Dragon Lee, you get a title shot. This is where we like to say lots of business was done here. Yeah, Glenn. a lot of business. Was lots done of stuff. Business. But I want to start with the family. We talked about them a little bit ago. The, this is like the first time the family sort of got beat at their own game, attacked in their restaurant I by know. a rival gang. And Jada Parker, man. Jada yeah. Parker is uh, bringing out the mud, not only out the mud, but to another level. Yeah, does that mean problems for Scripps? I mean, he takes the L here. He wasn't Ooh, able to yeah. get his team a win when the titles were on the line. And now, yeah, she's kind of doing everything Scripps is supposed to do. If you're Scripps, are you worried that you might get uh, beat out of the gang? I mean, he's still got the mask and the voice changer. So he's got something to fall back on. I don't think he wants to go back to writing poems. I think he's... Uh... <laughs> You know, I, I think that he wants to stay where he's at. But I think if I'm if I'm scripts, I'm worried. I'm like, hey, she's doing everything I was supposed to do, but she's successful at it. Uh, Alicia A in the chat, by the way, is saying the family couldn't stand for the disrespect that was shown to them. Uh, so they got some retribution and they're going to get some uh, some payback potential six man tag or six person tag. And again, scripts is left on the outside coming up for that one. But I want to talk about Obafemi. I see superstar. In Obafemi, Glenn, I see big time potential from him. I think he's good on the microphone. I think he has a presence. I think that he has a look. I think he, the way he wrestles is incredible. Uh, superstar potential, still very early uh, to say strap the rocket to him. But man, from what I've seen from him, they got something with Obafemi. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think his presence is great. Um, they're booking him really well so far. And uh, I want to see Adriana Rizzo and Jada Parker have a great one-on-one -on -one match. I like uh, I like the heat. Is uh, what's do we know? Um, and I I don't know Rizzo outside of NXT. No, is, no, I don't either. Is she is she new to wrestling? Is she one of like the um like is she just from NXT or does she have a do we know does she have like a an indie background or something? Um, I. Th think she did wrestle before um because I, I wonder if maybe that's why they're not throwing her into a singles match right away uh and and maybe kind of you know doing the rumble and then doing like the tag match if they're trying to sort of hide that because she seems like she has a lot of personality i could see her very easily being someone that people latch on to um spencer webb saying i'm an oba feminist <laughs> <laughs> i love it uh so uh, Baby Ice says, I have no idea who Rizzo was uh, before NXT. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know if she's I, – maybe she, she has wrestled. I, I, I don't know. But, um, uh, you know, I feel like – I feel like Obafemi is going to do big things. I feel like Rizzo is going to do – I feel like there's a lot of cool stuff in this segment. I don't know if this was the biggest segment of the night, but definitely an interesting one. Uh, another thing that happened was Idris and Malik 
they're bummed out about losing. And then uh, Brindley right, Reese, Brindley Reese comes out and she tries to pump them up, tells them about writing in their journals and uh, getting excited. And they're like, look, we she's great. Brindley she's Reese great. is phenomenal. This is my prediction of these three. And I want you to tell me if I'm off my rocker. I'm very positive about this episode or this event tonight, by the way. Uh, this is my prediction of what we're going to see with these three. Idris, uh, Malik, and Brindley. We're going to see an initial backlash of people not getting it, not being behind them. And then I think in a few weeks, maybe months, they are going to be the most popular group in NXT. I think everyone's going to love them. I think it's going to be very Chase U-like, where it was... Everyone's kind of like, what is this? This is silly. And then the world got behind them. I think that this group, whatever they're going to call themselves, is going to become wildly popular in NXT. Yeah. No, I could see that. I think this has a perfect gimmick for NXT, perfect pairing for NXT. Because uh, I think that Idris and Malik, they've got comedy chops. They can wrestle really well, too. Like They're very believable. They're all in great shape. And I think that the combination of Brindley being so positive and them being like, okay, this is, you're a little much. I think, I think it works out great. And I think that this is going to be popular in the chat or anyone listening. Let me know what you think of Idris, Malik and Brindley. That'll be our question of the day. Throw that in the comment section. Uh, if you think I'm off my rocker thinking that they're going to be great. Uh, or if uh, you agree that you think that that's going to be the tag team or, or group that really blows up this year. Uh, shout out to the tornado T5. Uh, hello, Jack and Glenn. Uh, yeah. Quick matchup here. Blair Davenport takes on uh, Petrovich. Um, this was set up because of the Battle Royal. I, I appreciate that they let us know. <laughs> That's why these, guys, these two are having a matchup. Blair Davenport, pretty dominant win here. Not much to write home about from the match standpoint, but I'm very curious about your thoughts. One, on Blair Davenport's ceiling and where she kind of fits into NXT right now. and also. Petrovich, who's I feel like has the look and is interesting, but for some reason kind of gets smoked every time she's in the ring. Yeah, I thought I get what they're doing with Blair and that Blair, they're trying to build up more for dominance. I'm curious what is going on with Nikita Lyons um, since her match was two weeks ago against Blair. Where it looked like maybe her knee. I know kayfabe, they had her working the knee. Um, someone saw an Instagram story that she was wearing a knee brace again. I hope she's okay and medically cleared. Yeah. But I think ultimately that story ends with Nikita going over. So this makes sense to keep Blair looking as dominant as possible. But that being said, Petrovich, I think, is amazing. I love her gimmick. I love her look. I love her wrestling style. I think mm -hmm. that these losses aren't going to hurt Petrovich in the long run because when they decide to pull the trigger with her, I think she's going to be a top-level NXT superstar. Yeah. I, you know who I feel like she'd be a good tag team with is Stevie Turner. We haven't seen her much in What's a while. What's Stevie Turner? She's fantastic. I don't know why she's not on TV, but I feel she's like her so and Petrovich would be a great tag team because they both have this cool kind of video game look. Uh, the reason yeah. I like Petrovich and I say the look is I always say, could I see her on a poster or like a match graphic? And she has that kind of cool ninja with the sword look kind of thing kill going. bill look yeah like it, yeah. she looks cool she's someone that i think i always say if i'm watching the royal rumble and i have yeah. friends over who don't watch pro wrestling and she comes down the ring they're gonna go oh who's that that's someone interesting here's uh, here here's my test for wrestlers and this is what i don't think we've had this conversation jack but let me tell you why women's wrestling is better than men's wrestling women wrestlers understand fundamentally the importance of having a visual representation of your character mm -hmm. and what i mean by that is if you're playing a fighting game and you take the men's roster the women's roster you take any of it you cannot tell me that the bold hairstyles the bold color choices the very unique way that they each present themselves you cannot tell me that you would not be more inclined to choose a woman on the NXT roster based on the visual visual representation of their character being unique and clearly defined versus a male wrestler on the roster. And I said this, yeah. you know, what crystallized this for me was back when Bianca Belair was in NXT. You can't mm -hmm. tell me that if Bianca Belair was a character in Street Fighter, 
you wouldn't choose her and you wouldn't spam that braid attack. Yep. The way some people fight with Blanca, which I think is a form of cheating, but you understand what I'm saying. Like you would spam that braid attack with Bianca in Street Fighter 2 and she would be your go-to character. Yeah, I, I, I always say it's the uh, the, the toyetic. Is that the, the, the phrase where yeah. I feel like if you had all these characters as toys, you absolutely understand who all of them are as opposed to if I have a Goldberg toy, a Stone Cold toy, a you know Ryback toy, a, and you're like, okay, they're... And it's burly. not all of them, but it's a higher yeah. ratio. It's a higher percentage of the female wrestlers look like clearly defined characters. Petrovic definitely falls into that and toyetic i like uh you say and, and let me just put it really simple i think the majority of women's wrestlers in wwe look like superheroes and i yeah. don't mean that like oh they're built like you know immortal figures i mean no they look like they could be in the x-men and to your point yeah i, I love that if, if there's a four-way match right and you've got again people who've never watched wrestling and you've got rhea ripley versus charlotte flair versus uh, Bianca Belair versus Roxanne Perez, you can instantly pick one and go, yeah, that's the one I want to win for whatever reason, because they all are so visually different and they all are so clearly different characters. And uh, I, I, I think you make a strong point there. It'd be hard to argue that. Um, we do have a few points uh, um, on here. Uh, Adam. So Tokyo says that he's also an Oba feminist. Uh uh, so I love to see that. Uh, Reaper Brink says Blair Davenport is kind of real light. I don't know if I'd say that, but um, I think yep. Blair is her character has got more defined. She had an amazing gift an opportunity, and that was being revealed as the NXT parking lot attacker. That mm -hmm. is NXT lore to the most. I think she's still behind uh, uh, who attacked uh, what's his face back in the day when Kevin Owens says it's a damn shame. She's been doing it that long. Yeah. <laughs> She's the reason Samoa Joe said get better security. She's right. just been biding her time. Um, so I think that that is a huge role to inherit as far as lore and legacy. And I don't think she nailed it that at first, but I think it's working out now. And that's part of why they're making her so yeah, so hopefully that continues to go well for her. Uh, we had a quick moment where Ridge Holland, um, it, he reminds us, you know, he's a family man, so he's going to fight all of Gallus by himself. Uh, Glenn, this was one, it, it, I always feel like, you know, you're a video game guy, so I feel like this is a good reference for you. Sure. Um, when you have a great promo or a character setting moment like Ridge Holland did, where he had that like, hey, I'm a family guy, I'm trying to provide for my family and kids or whatever. You've got like this little energy bar and every week it's going down and it's going it, down before you start getting wins, before you start doing something that matters. It depleted to zero originally with the like, I'm yeah. cursed working it's, in a real life tragedy. It started off on the worst footing possible. I, I mean, I liked when he was talking about trying to provide for his kids. I'm, I'm sure. saying, I, I enjoyed I that, but love that. that's real. That's good. I, but the way they tried to work in. He's cursed because he's been getting injured. Is like at first he was injuring people, and then he's cursed because he's getting injured. Like this has been handled. Horribly. I, my my thing here is that promo and the whole start of this was weeks ago, and so again, as I say all the time, you got to get dubs, you got to get wins, and I so we haven't seen him actually do anything in the ring yet to sort of back up that you know he's a this is who he is, and so that that interest level is getting further and further in the rear view before next time he goes out there, it's just Ridge Holland again. You know what I mean? Uh, so I, I, I don't know if beating all of Gallus on his own is the way to do it, but um, they got to find a way to pivot the, I care about you being a family man into you're a wrestler. I want to see when a match. Yeah. Pretty quick. Ridge Holland as a person. I want to see do well. Mm -hmm. based on the unfortunate situation that he had a hand in and that psychologically must take a toll mm -hmm. on somebody. I'm talking about Big E and his, his injury. I want to see Ridge do well. I don't like that for storyline purposes, they've exploited. Yeah. Or they were doing that before they walked it back. It's, I still feel a little weird about it all. Anytime injuries are involved, it gets a little, it's a little wonky. Um, but I, I want to talk about uh, a bigger part of the show that happened. And this was throughout a few segments. 
Uh, so first off, uh, Ilya Dragunov is, is having an interview when Josh Briggs shows up and says he wants a shot at the title. Trick Williams tries to talk him out of it because he doesn't want Dragunov to get hurt again. Uh, that leads to a Briggs versus Trick Williams match. Good hard hitting match. Briggs gets the win, or uh, Trick gets the win. Briggs flattens him after the match. And then now there's some tension between Carmelo uh, and Trick again because of the way everything's going. Broad strokes here, Glenn. I, I believe Trick Williams and uh, Carmelo Hayes and what they've been doing for the past few months across the board is the most intriguing story that wrestling's been telling over the past few months. And I like this idea of Carmelo. I don't know what he's hoping to gain getting in Trick's head with this, but I think that at Vengeance Day, one week from this Sunday, I think we're going to finally have the split and their feud can really begin. Not in a slip on a banana peel, explain it away, and they're back hugging each other next week. I think that they're going to lose. Potentially, I think Trick could lose twice next week at Vengeance Day, and then the Trick-Carmelo feud begins. Or Trick wins the championship and Carmelo turns on him after. You know, this is my theory. Carmelo Hayes is looking out for Trick. I think that this is all in Trick's head. I, th I think... Carmelo's done nothing to actually do anything wrong by trick. That's the it's all a misunderstanding. We're all just reading into it too much. I think so. Carmelo's never steered me wrong. I will never, you know, Issa's got her Roman Reigns. I, you know, Raj has got his box office numbers. I've, you know, you've got your yellow jackets. I've got my been off the air for like almost a year. Like it's coming back in 25 though. It's happening. And uh, Issa, I want to restate, doesn't trust horses. So, you know, I don't trust horses either. You know well, why? Because they're, they're on a ranch. They're on ranches. That's right. <laughs> um, I get it. I understand now <laughs> the quirks of the Wrestling Inc. podcast hosts, everybody. Uh, so, but this is, there was a, something. I think Trick Williams is going to be a generational star. I, I think Carmelo Hayes is the same way, but I love the little line here. That was a trick question. That is a bit. That is a bit, Glenn, that is seriously care, like career bit. Oh, yeah. He should start everything with trick question. And then, like, just like, and then people are like, wait, is the question a trick or is it because trick's asking me the question? Oh, I get it because your name is. Okay, got it. But you should say trick question. That could be this generation's it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like that, you know, where he says something and they go to answer that. That was a trick question. And everyone like. Lose it like that is. I, he said that I was like that is brilliant. That's that up is there with huge. WWE stands for Walk with Elias, where it's like, why did you wait so long to figure yes. this out? Like it's so good. It that is that I think that is they've got something with that line. Mm -hmm. uh, I, we're getting long in the tooth here on the show, so yeah. I just really want to quick say uh, I like Josh Briggs. I feel like Josh Briggs has grown on me so much since his tag team. I love him as just a big bruiser. I love that they had JBL there because that's who everyone's comparing him to anyways. So, uh, well, last week, JBL, but, um, yeah, yeah. Well, did, did, I, did I like, you hear, wait, did you hear what, uh, cause you do an NXT podcast that's yeah. really in universe. Issa and my theory is that JBL bought a bunch of cheap condos up and he rents them out to NXT talents. That's like a <laughs> JBL real estate side hustle. And that's why he was there to tell people he's raising their rent. That. <laughs> That but that that would be so JBL, by the way, <laughs> to do that. <laughs> he, that would be absolutely JBL. Um, yes, but Trick won tonight, rightfully so, over uh, Josh Briggs dragging off on commentary. It's a good match. Uh, and then we had this other bit: uh, Chase U going out of oh business. Everything's getting taken from him. Um, and as someone who graduated from the Art Institute of California, the only person I'm worried about is all those students with these loans that are worthless. Oh, wait, so you're uh, a stranger to the for-profit college business. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I, so I am not, I am not sympathetic to you, Chase, you not sympathetic at what all. JC Jane's plan. I don't know, but this is the, I, my favorite thing about this. So Lexus King beats Trey, Trey Bearhill. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, but that segment afterwards with Lexus King, Riley Osborne, JC Jane, and Thea Hale is a uh, not a, a love square. What's the much ado about nothing? Go read a book, everybody. A situation that I think is ready to pop. That is so great about how you have you have this 
pure and wholesome Riley Osborne, pure and wholesome Thea Hale. Then you've got this slimy, like gross Lexus King. And you've got JC Jane, who has a bit of a history of being like that herself. And it obviously you think Lexus King and JC Jane, they'd be great. Thea Hale and Riley Osborne, they'd be great. But this is wrestling. It never goes great. It's like a soap opera. The wrong people getting hooked up with the wrong. This could be a brilliant little love affair situation, Glenn. I'm 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 wildly fascinated about this. Yeah. I think it'll be interesting to see what happens. I'm worried about Thea Hale. I'm sure she's taking this harder than anyone. Uh, I uh so I hope that uh it'll be fun to see how that plays out. Uh before we get to the the main event, which is the contract signing, real quick. Uh, no quarter catch crew. Uh, I and QTC. I, I, I think I, I wanted your thoughts on this group. Uh, and also the thing that I didn't really enjoy, don't really enjoy about it, is that these guys are all about, hey, we're the best fighters. We can beat anybody. We're not about entertaining. We're about winning matches. By the way, we always want a special little thing that makes it so we get to surprise you with whoever is fighting so you can't prepare because we like an advantage. Like, if, what? It feels weird. It's a weird thing to me. I don't know. I mean, the problem is you have them as a group of four. There's no other group of four males on the roster. So there's not another faction for them to feud with cleanly. We'll see what happens. I I think with the NQCC, I, I have a feeling this is, and this is no disrespect to either gentleman, but this is like, going to live in that layer somewhere between Nathan Frazier and Axiom and like Dragon Lee and Eddie Thorpe and Dijak. And I hope Eddie Thorpe rises above that. I think Eddie mm-hmm. Thorpe is the future world champion, uh, certainly a future NXT champion. But I, this feels like a very mid-card for NXT, like hard-hitting cruiserweight classic spirit lives on strong style hybrid good but is it great though is it great television and i say that because nxt is great television nxt is fantastic television i agree it it feels we talk about dijat being like a third level boss this feels a little bit first second level boss uh, yeah these guys and wow glass joe it's i i mean because also drew gulak is a great wrestler but yeah he i mean i don't remember the last time he won a match you know so it's not not, not really known more known for his powerpoint presentations than his he, uh, win streak he was fantastic in uh as a guide in nxt to or in, in wwe yeah absolutely dude he should do this tutorial every year i love <laughs> drew gulak bring back the power yeah. he's no drew the the, the 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 pieces are great uh and in fact um uh damon kemp i think has a pretty good ceiling as well as like a good like a guy who can wrestle but also very entertaining knows how to be the um the jerk you know i think he's good at pushing buttons and things like that uh i just how often does these do these kind of groups work like in my head i feel like it sounds cool like the idea of this sounds cool to me and and i feel like uh william regal will join them not a big stretch because obviously dempsey's in the group that's the group I think is going to cause problems for Ava Rain. But I just, I feel like it's one of those things in my head, it sounds great. But then when it comes down to actually building interest in rivalries, it never really feels like it connects, you know? Yeah. No, I'm with you. I think um, it's something that they're, I get why they're working so hard to establish them, make it happen. And it definitely serves the, oh, okay. I'm going to say this. It's, it's a faction and a style of wrestling. And by the way, this isn't the only thing, but there's like a certain subset of NXT where they go like, well, this appeals to the AEW style audience, Mm -hmm. you know, as opposed to a more general Tony D'Angelo is meant to be people that want entertaining TV with some wrestling. Whereas others serve to just be like, well, this is really good wrestling. I've said this though, again and again in the year 2024, if your gimmick is you're a really good wrestler, you don't have a gimmick. Well, because if you're at the WWE level of any of them, if you're on level up, you're a good wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you know, you're they, figuring not, everything else out. It, like, yeah, you, they don't they don't take someone like you're really bad at this. But you know what? Let's give you a spot on our very oh, okay. crowded if, roster. If, if you have a good enough gimmick, 
you know what that and that and that's the point well, that's the that's difference. the point you can have if you're the best gimmick and promo and your wrestling is meh they'll work around that if you're the best wrestler and you can't hold people's attention on the mic you got problems we were talking about uh, me and Flobo Boyce, who uh, yes. is uh, uh, a host here for Wrestling Inc., talking about Nikki A.S.H. And you were looking back at that character, and uh, we were saying how, regardless of how you look back at Nikki A.S.H., you know what? She was on TV every week. Yeah. Like that, that says something. You know, so that's there's something to it. Um, somebody we use. And yeah. it's great when they're both. Like, R Truth is a phenomenal yeah. wrestler, but it's like he doesn't have to wrestle. That's not why you put him on TV most of the And it goes to the top, too, by the way. Roman Reigns is a phenomenal character. It's yeah. not just he's, you know, a guy who points to the ceiling. Like, he is a mob boss who gaslights people. That is, you know, he's a character is what he is. And the same Seth Rollins is a character. They're all characters. You got to have that. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about this main event segment before... So uh... Yeah, so uh, we we got to the one hour mark, so we're gonna hit. We got uh, we got approved for a few extra minutes uh, before going. Before the into... man shuts us down, they said finish now, and we said no. The Wrestling Inc. audience deserves it's my time. In any case, uh, we got Lara Valkyria uh, versus uh, versus uh, signed a contract with Tatum Paxley. Well, no, starts uh, uh, with uh, Roxanne Perez. But Tatum Paxley. Roxanne Perez. I'm sorry. Yes, Roxanne Perez starts off friendly, gets testy they sign and then tatum paxley who thought she was supposed to help lyra attacks roxanne and i don't i'll let you talk i sorry i have my thoughts about you seem excited i want to hear your yes thought. because what they did in that backstage segment earlier when uh lyra valkyria said tatum what we had last week was great but that was a one-time thing just you and me i don't think this is gonna work you know, like like she was breaking up with her. That was phenomenal. And then Tatum Paxley shows up at the end. She's like, Lyra, I helped you. And yeah, pushing it like this was a this is TV, people. Yes. It and it was it was great in that sometimes the obvious is good. Like it was so obvious that backstage moment where she's like, Are we on the same page? And she's like, Yeah, we're on the same page. And you know they're not like, and so like <laughs> Tatum Paxley Simpson all of a sudden. But it was perfect. Like, yes, this is great. And then when she comes out and you're like, like you can see how this is going to play out, but it's in such a good way that like, I, I, it's funny because when they were doing this, the, the contract site at first, I was like, this was bad to put at the end because it's not that interesting to be fair. It's two yeah, it's people tough. who are like, I respect you, but I'm better. Well, I respect you, but I'm better. But then the Tatum, and then they ended it pretty good. I was like, this is solid. But then the Tatum Paxley thing happens like, oh, this just got very interesting. NXT is very good about saying we're going to walk it right up to the edge and then we're going to push it just a little bit. Over the where, side. where was the lawyer? Where was what's his face? Uh, Lucian. Is it Lucian yeah, Price? he should have been out there negotiating this. <laughs> you know, that's another character that I think will have legs once he gets going. A, a, a lawyer Absolutely. character is smart. Like, that's a great idea. And I know... Uh, I think Mark Sterling kind of does that. And I feel like, like Paul Heyman sort of walks that line sometimes. But... I had an idea. Here's the thing. I'm going to be 48 soon, Jack. I don't have the patience to go to law school. I would have to go to college and then law school in seven years. You should go to chase you. I could. But on the other hand, what if I change Rubenstein to my middle name and make my last name Esquire? So I'll be Glenn Rubenstein Esquire. And I won't tell anyone I'm an attorney. But if anyone wants to make an assumption and take my opinion yeah. more seriously, all the better. I, I think you should roll with it. I mean, I'd believe it. Like, I wouldn't question it at all. I and did watch seven years of L.A. Law as a child. So I think uh, I know a thing or two about legal. We could be partners because I watched a ton of Judge Judy. See? And so I basically am a lawyer at this point, I think. I think it works that way. And I'm not saying I'm going to try cases or give qualified legal advice, but I'm saying that, you know, Maybe when somebody gives me something to sign and they know, you know, I got Esquire at the end of my name, maybe they think they can't get one over on me and I have a little bit of an advantage. You know, I see a lot of these ads where they're like, we only get paid if you win. I just think, let's just not say that. Let's just, and then it doesn't even matter, you know? <laughs> no, like, our look. slogan will be, we only get paid. 
We only get paid. And then if we lose a lot, I don't care as long as I get paid. Whatever. <laughs> hey, <laughs> they're the one going to jail. I don't care. Farmer and Rubenstein. We only get paid. <laughs> we only get paid. What's your win-loss record? Forget about it. <laughs> as long as we get paid, I think we're good. We have a hundred percent track record of getting paid. <laughs> We have we have gone to we have fought for every one of our clients. Do they win? We fought. We fought. Sometimes with Kinda the client Sometimes. to get make sure we get paid. It was a bit of a sticking point when they found out that my last name was Esquire. I'm not actually an attorney, <laughs> but rest assured, we got paid by the client. Yeah, and I don't have anything in my name about being a lawyer. I just say yeah, and me too. <laughs> oh. Uh, as far as contract signings go, this is about as good as they get tonight. Mm -hmm. And highly entertaining NXT. Look, I think last week was better. I think last week was an A tonight. Yeah, this one, I thought it, it moved a lot of parts. It did yeah. a lot of stuff. It got me intrigued with a lot of things. Um, overall, I enjoyed it. Uh, everyone in the chat, let me know what you thought. Also, in the comment section, why don't you let us know what you thought of the show if you've made it this far into the review. Thank you so much. Let me know. Leave a comment if you made it this far in the show, just so I know how many people listen this long. Um, but yeah. uh, Glenn, let's have final... a secret word. And if people put it in the comments, oh, here we go. If everybody comments lumberjack in the comments, we'll know you made it to the end. Yes, lumberjack. So just leave, leave a comment that says lumberjack, and uh, I'll check and I'll respond to you and I'll say, hey, lumberjack. You're the hardcore. You're the lumberjacks. You're the, yeah, well, that's what you should call your fans, Jack Farmer. The lumberjacks. The lumberjacks. I like it. Let's do it. Okay. Glenn, where can the world find you online and uh, any final thoughts on the show? I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. Long live NXT. Going to the CW. Former home of R Riverdale. Uh, it's going to be good. Going to be good stuff. Uh, don't you have a show you do? Oh, yeah. Uh, gigantic Pop. That's another podcast I do about stuff. And uh, then I also do Game Boys to Men with Jeff Gersman on his Patreon. So, uh, man, I feel like I talk a lot. And that's like in general, but also on the air. Yeah, I'm unbearable in person. Um, we got a Beard Money, by the way. It's a solid show. No comment on Okada coming to NXT. I feel like I haven't seen official, official word on speculation. that. Speculation. Speculating. Yeah. I don't like to comment on things if it's still like in that speculation phase or there hasn't been. There are certain people I wait to report it before I start feeling like it's worth talking about. I'll, I'll put it that way. Uh, I think after today, it'll be interesting what, what happens next. But hey, Royal Rumble this weekend, AEW tomorrow night. Smackdown Friday. Yeah, we're going to be back Friday, right? Friday. In fact, they, the, our overlords and Static Media Tower have me working extra this week. I'm doing uh, tomorrow's show for AEW Dynamite After Show and SmackDown's After Show. So uh, I'm, I'm not leaving the office. I'm going to be here talking about wrestling all week. Uh, so that'll be, be fun. By the way, follow me at Real Jack Farmer yeah. while you're out there. And you can see me. I like to live tweet shows sometimes. Sometimes I'll start and then I get I get distracted and I don't, but uh, uh, follow me there. That's always a good time. You can also see where I'm doing all my other stuff. Like um, uh, I do ring announcing and commentary for wrestling nice. and MMA and stuff. So that's cool there too. Uh, but I think that does it for us, Glenn. I think I'm going to sign us off. Any last words? Have a great week, everyone. All right.